parents we don't realize that 90% of what we teach kids is not what we say. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's what they observe. That one has been the hardest thing hey. for me. You do know me, there are times I've gotten home mm-hmm. and I just tell the help, mm-hmm. stay with him for two minutes. <laughs> and I just go to my room and I cry and I just let it out. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not going to transfer this energy on him. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't deserve that. After Nimelia. And a little. Nimeto my messages, venting to my husband. I'm like, imagine they did, imagine they did. My husband's like, you're venting. As in, like, <laughs> 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 do you need my opinion or is this? I'm like, Sabet. <laughs> and I continue, I continue. I just want you to listen. And I mean, I'm in my room and I cry and I cry and I'm like, no, I can go. Yeah. Because I realize that I can't, I can't exert that on him. Yeah. And how it manifests now for me is mm-hmm. I shout. Yeah. Which is so wrong. Yeah. Especially, I just exit. That's amazing. I Exit because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to affect this dude with my issues. <laughs> I am amazed that you have that awareness in the same way. I mean, as you do, I There are times it sleeps like yesterday <clears throat> before we went to church. Yeah. I, I realized that was my voice was getting my husband was like, your, your voice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you need, I'm like, yeah, just take it. Wow. And I had to breathe in, breathe out, and try to understand why am I feeling this agitated. Yeah. But I figured it out and I was like, Sao, so he asked me, are you guys okay? Are you okay being with him? And I'm like, I just bring him. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you on Saturday. Um, so driving home and uh, my car is a little bit low. They decide to put up mountains as road bumps, as speed bumps. Yeah. So, so I'm in the car. And so the easiest way for me to navigate through that speed bump is you take the bump with an angle. Mm, yeah. And then this other driver <laughs> is coming my way and he decides to stuart me by coming into my lane and then starts laughing. Oh, he even laughed. He even laughed. That's not nice. And basically the distance between him and I was like five meters. So he's trying to pull this stunt. Mm. So I'm like, this guy is fast making a mockery because mm. he has a big car, mm. a four by four, mm. you know. Um... I love for Kanza Kucheka Kishia. So me, I stopped. I looked at the guy in the middle of the road. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> so, hey, let me tell you, Barnum. Let me tell you. <laughs> so my wife is trying to tell me, babe, you're not reacting right. Me, me in contra, I end And then I start getting annoyed because... I'm trying to, you know, she's like, that's not how you respond in that situation. You know, mm. think about what you're playing for the kids. But for exactly. me, the thing is, mm. if this guy's car, for some reason, mm-hmm. if it not go back, mm. for what reason? Because trying to mock. Yeah, it's, I love the fact that he was laughing. Mm. You know, that he drove off, him and his friends, yani, laughing mm. in the car. Mm. I was like, it's bullying. I'm realizing that, um, Bullying doesn't stop. No. When people are young, it just gets hidden and manifests Ooh. in different ways. Yeah. So you find that if somebody was a bully when they were younger mm-hmm. and maybe they realize that that's not the way to behave. Yeah. So they kind of tone it down mm-hmm. through their teenagehood. They'll still bully their friends. Yeah. They'll not openly bully. You know, when toddlers are toddlers, don't know the limits. They just bully. Yeah. But now when they're in their teenage, they will bully amongst friends. Yeah. When they're adults, it's amongst 
you'll find that there's just that someone for no apparent reason yeah. decides to bully. Because mm-hmm. that was bullying. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it was. <laughs> that's bullying. exactly yeah, that's what it bully. was. <laughs> and I was so mad <laughs> for like, so I was annoyed with this guy. And then I was annoyed with my wife because I'm trying to help her <laughs> see my sight. I'm like, I was, this I guy threatened. about the kids. Yeah, he threatened all of you guys, your safety. Mm. And he found that hilarious. That was amusing for him. And like you say, yeah. I don't even look at him to know he's actually bullying. That's he's exactly bullying. what he was doing. But later, yesterday morning, I had to apologize to all of them. Yes. I had to tell them, I am really sorry for what I demonstrated for you guys. Mm. It's not how. You're supposed to, yeah. I can't, I cannot um, tell how someone else will behave, mm. but I can, I can manage that, but I can mm. manage myself. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's but, nice that you've mentioned about apologizing. Um, that's one of the things I'm very intentional about, about when mm-hmm. it comes to my son. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I you freely. <laughs> I'm, like, ah, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think as parents, we grew up from a background where ah, my mom to apologize. Hey. You are the problem. But I've become a bit more intentional. Like I said, for me, when I'm angry, I start shout. My voice goes a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. So I have to catch myself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, your your voice is <laughs> in a panda. <laughs> and I'll just be like, I'm sorry. Like, can mommy have me time? Oh. And gladly, he'll be like, mommy, me time? Yeah. And he's only three. Yes. But it's good for him to see that being demonstrated early. Just to understand that that's how you can just... Controlling your emotions. He, yeah. Obviously, he's emotionally not developed completely because the emotional brain at that yeah, time yeah. hasn't quite developed. Mm-hmm. But it's good that he learns that, um, you know, controlling emotions involves using your words. Mm-hmm. It involves apology. Yeah. It involves stepping away from the situation. Yeah. I wish I knew those things when I was younger because mm-hmm. I had a really bad temper. Mm-hmm. But I had to pray for God to deliver me <laughs> from that temper because... <laughs> Half the time, I'm just visualizing how I'm just going to do one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, the rage used to last for a while. Yeah. But I remember just telling God, take it away from me. I don't know what the source is. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm acting up like this. Mm-hmm. But just take it away. Yeah. And he miraculously did it. <clears throat> wow. But even at that, I always yeah. say, miracles is not that you want to TV. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit teach me to learn. Yeah. Like how to behave in a certain situation, mm-hmm. how to respond to certain things, yeah. to stop hurting people. And I'm sure in those rages back in the day, I probably hurt people. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad about it. But I can't go back and go like, I'm sorry uh-huh. <laughs> about what happened. You know? Yeah. yeah. What's different now? Um, you know, uh, when you look at your life today and, you know, how you are, you know, <laughs> in, in, this, in the club scene. Yes. Yeah. It's quite different. Um, it's more, it's more peaceful, mm-hmm. focused, mm-hmm. and I know that the guys will argue about that. But mm-hmm. um, whatever I was looking for, there I didn't find. Yeah. I found it in Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow, grounding, anchoring the mm-hmm. full works. Yeah, um, I was pursuing passion because I loved music. Yeah, and I just thought that that's the way to express it and everything. And yeah, that yeah. was the avenue that I found to express my love for music and my passion for music. Mm-hmm. However, um, it comes a lot of things. Mm-hmm. There are so many things. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, towards the end of um, me getting out, yeah, um, 
actually found the whole situation revolting. Wow. It's so interesting. I used to enter the club and for the first time I'd been performing in clubs for like 15 16 years straight. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling the alcohol, I'm smelling the cigarettes and I'm irritated. Wow. And I'm like, how is this irritating me now? <laughs> As in <laughs> meanwhile 16 years in kuna zone zilikozako, yeah. Zone, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But All of a sudden it's I find it very revolting mm-hmm. and very irritating mm-hmm. and I can't wait to leave. So I'm there What? for the performance and I'm thinking I need to get out. What is irritating me is the smell of alcohol and the smoke. Is it the atmosphere or The atmosphere that look at nesikizana. What? <clears throat> and that time you're not a Christian. You know the funny thing is mm-hmm. things were happening behind the scene. Oh wow. God mm-hmm. was <laughs> 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 beyond my time young lady. Yeah. And um when as that happened mm-hmm. and the more it increased and everything so mm-hmm. i found that um there's just there's a joy I used to have before yeah. with music mm-hmm. it vanished and wow. um it became now like a job mm-hmm. nenda job nenda works mm-hmm. there's no passion yeah nenda works na mkasubui where am i performing what am i doing what's the set and everything and i'm literally just yeah you know the passion was was gone, Long gone completely mm-hmm. so even when i'm in that club i'm thinking my set is 45 minutes i'll do this i'll do that mm-hmm. yeah so i'm busy noticing things i should not be noticing yeah and um yeah and wishing have, i was not there have you been have had you always been um in that space where you you, you knew you love music you know from when you were in high school mm mm-hmm. and um uh, maybe even at first i should ask you how did you find yourself you know getting into the club scene <laughs> from such from a Gospel. young age yes. you know because you started in the club scene when you were 19 18 18 yeah i was quite young wow um that's like straight <clears throat> after high school straight up after high school mm-hmm. um music took me there mm-hmm. and um i just um i really wanted to pursue the music thing i was actually serious about it mm-hmm. uh despite the fact that my parents are like we we Stay in school I'm mm. like yeah yeah school don't worry that degree we are bringing home yeah that's not an issue yeah but this music we are doing yeah um, this is not an option it didn't happen it didn't happen this one is happening yeah. i grew up in thika mm-hmm. which is just basically nights modern yeah. i mean i <laughs> i drive there these days and i'm like whoa things have changed yeah. it has changed so much mm-hmm. it was just a basically an out of town quiet town i don't know which town i can describe thika town is right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um because Tika town is like about 45 minutes to an hour from Nairobi. From now, yeah. Um it's like growing up in Ivasha easy mm-hmm. like right now. And so you come tau because hey things are different you can tell the difference because oh, yeah. you you're very used to basic things and you're content. Yeah, yeah. You are actually content. You're not even pressuring your parents at you ni buy this you know. No, you're content. It's not in your space. It's not in your space. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know about it mm-hmm. when you come and interact with your you know your parents friends from town at the time you discover like ah oh, but it's you know you, you could get that you could do this yeah. you know but you're content with mm-hmm. um your lifestyle out of town yeah so when i got into music to straight after high school mm-hmm. we had a gospel a cappella group called sobriety you had a gospel a cappella group yes namko najita sobriety sobriety such a good name so we just used to do gospel a cappella Um luckily for us we mm. actually started getting gigs and stuff and a sobriety yes wow and unfortunately mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> the group broke up when I was about 19. Mm-hmm. We really did not go into the club scene around that time. Atukuingia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You still stuck as a gospel acapella group. We still stuck as a gospel acapella group mm-hmm. and um you know as a group there's some guys who will check you. Mm-hmm. You know, there are those who are like, "Hi, but if you take that show, the money will come in yeah, I don't yeah, know what, yeah. but there's ones who will be checking you like, "Hi, but you are moving away from what we are about and yeah. everything." So, it wasn't until the group started breaking up. Now guys had been to campus. Mm-hmm. Me had already been put in campus because my parents were so scared that mm-hmm. I was going to pursue music from day one. <laughs> so it was like straight from high school, results come out, straight into school. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was reading campo. Mm-hmm. So I was double dealing. I go to campus, I finish my classes, I go do music. Yeah. Um so when everybody else started joining campus, I realized that them they are not double dealing. Yeah, them, them it was just focus on books, school, yeah. You know, one was becoming a medical doctor, mm-hmm. another was doing something else. Mm-hmm. So the, it was only two of us who pursued music. Mm-hmm. Um one of us pursued music um professionally, that's what she did mm-hmm. for her undergrad at mm-hmm. Berkeley. Oh wow. So lucky Who's for this? her. Uh, Viola. Okay. Viola Karori. Okay. So <clears throat> Viola was lucky enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 to do what her, to actually study what to she studied, what she loved. Yeah. What, what she loved. Yeah, yeah. We had the full strategy and actually selected. I don't know that that still happens today. Mm-hmm. Um someone from Gen Z will probably hear this statement and <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> or I don't know that still happens till today. For, uh-huh. So for campus mm-hmm. I had selected um music mm-hmm. as number two. Mm-hmm. Which most people selected music at KU as yeah. number at, as number two, yeah. just to make sure that I get a place. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what my parents will try, at least to gonna Nigeria, yeah, yeah. I'm not uni, but it's music. Yeah, but my parents, of course, they were they didn't wait for that selection. Also, you just finished <laughs> and immediately the results came out, and I went straight to campus. Yeah, so it was after the girls left. Mm-hmm. Um, that now i started getting into the scene pole pole yeah shock ni metoka fika yeah i'm probably dressing now i look back i was probably dressing like a shags model as in i was clueless clueless uh, uh, like fashion wise yeah what what is and what is not mm-hmm. and i'm just looking around like okay this is what people are doing and everything <laughs> me i'm there cuz of music i'm thinking okay wow. um how do i get to perform who i need to talk to yeah. um what kind of a track do i need so i was just basically trying to learn the industry mm-hmm. luckily for us as sobriety mm-hmm. um we got to know um shilton mm-hmm. i know that you know shilton. i can remember shilton yeah that was dicky kevin obanjo yeah. and everything so from then that's when i learned uh, i got to know a lot of people in the industry mm-hmm. it was through them yeah. i got introduced to a lot of people in the industry mm-hmm. so yeah Even though Nilingia club scene. So do they consider you as this kind of naive girl who's coming from They knew Pika. as in till today. Mm-hmm. Big Ted also was in that story. Till today. I don't think Big Ted has ever erased his Shagsmodo image of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like you're this girl from Thika. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And um yeah. You you because you didn't have much of an engagement with uh, with city life. I didn't. And now here you are, you are in a gospel group called Sobriety and You know those days I remember if you were in CU you were in CU like yes. hardcore. Mm. So yeah, things started changing slowly by slowly. Mm-hmm. Um I really wanted to get gigs. Mm-hmm. So in my quest for looking for a production house and everything yeah. again through I think we're really hustlers. Mm-hmm. Come to the yeah, there was no plan. <clears throat> for for us as, as a girl group, mm-hmm. we even saved up money and went to Tedrosire and oh, paid wow. him for a track. 
Did he give you the track? He gave us a track, uh-huh. but what he told us <laughs> remained as a memory forever. Uh-huh. He said that I don't see how this is going to work in the urban scene. He was mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I look back, he was extremely honest. Mm-hmm. Then we did not take that honesty kindly. <laughs> of course, yeah, <laughs> this guy's trying to crush your dreams. Holy this thing, I don't see it happening in the urban, um, working in the urban scene. However, mm-hmm. um, you could try Joy Bringers. Tuli cut. Tuli Joy bringers. <laughs> to me not remember but funny track cuz that guy won't think that the urban scene. You took your joy away right <clears throat> there. And then he joy bringers. Ai. Tuli cut with no gospel and then he joy bringers. Tuli cut. Tuli cut mbaya sana. Wow, wow, so wow, after wow. that, uh, the group, I think, got a bit demoralized. That's the time guys started going to campus and everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, me started looking now for <laughs> who else will produce me that doesn't think I'm bring as my bring material. As material. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You must have a power. And you're young and... But young and restless yeah, yeah, and yeah. ambitious. Yeah. Hey. Yes, that was a story and a half. And so now, um, were you like the... <laughs> were you like the Beyonce of the group? No, you know every group has like a Beyonce, <laughs> or you know. I was the least likely. Justin Timberlake. <clears throat> I was the least likely. Mm-hmm. Maybe number two, number three, Apple. Because mm-hmm. um, it was Viola. Viola was there, yeah. and Viola was you know Viola can sing. I mean, for like, her to go to Berkeley. Yes. Yeah. Viola, and it was her vocal whatever that got her into Berkeley. Yeah. So Viola, even from high school, where mm-hmm. we're still in the group, mm-hmm. she was like consistently winning soprano solos alto solo wow. uh, going to the national level mm-hmm. so she was like yeah yeah me my claim to fame in the group was songwriting after the group was broken up i'm like i made these songs i'm writing see i can't sing them Eesh. but in terms of vocal ability mm-hmm. let me be honest with you um if any of those girls yeah had launched into the industry mm-hmm. i Yeah, it's been intense. What? They were incredibly talented. That's amazing, still are, Till today. Yeah, yeah. is Viola mm-hmm. pursuing music still today? Amanda? Viola still does, but focuses a little bit more on um, software. And, okay. Um, not software engineering, sound engineering. Mm-hmm. We're saying software. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. sound engineering. Uh-huh. So she basically now focuses on sound engineering. But so she still, still music. does music. Still music, yeah. Still does music. When you think about it. Yeah. So how did you, you know... How did you get into into a gopa and because now the after first time I met from the Astoria Joy Bringers, yeah. I'm thinking, hey, that means that we need a more urban, you know. Yeah. Now the girls have gone. I'm thinking, hey, we need to get the person who has the urban sound right now. Because mm-hmm. if I get someone else, da, I'll end yeah. up into Joy Bringers category, <laughs> and I'm a solo singer. So yeah. I I had the intention to record with Ted, mm-hmm. but he was so busy. Mm-hmm. He was extremely busy. I think he had a lot of artists. Akina Gidi Gidi. He had Akina Gidi Gidi. Akina Necessary Noise. Necessary Noise, as in he was packed. Yeah. <clears throat> in fact, at that point in time, his pet project was Necessary Noise. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I don't think he had Akina Nameless. Remember? Yeah. So he was packed with like really yeah. a lot of artists. Red Sun. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. one day I'm coming from studio mm-hmm. and I bump into Red Sun mm-hmm. and I'd heard a song that he had done with Baby Cool. Yeah. That had that car. Aban kick yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I asked him like that guy who did that track for you, that producer, who is he? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, Lucas. And I was like, Yes, him. He's like, Oh, <laughs> let me give you his number. And he freely gave the number. Yeah. And uh, I took some time before I called because mm-hmm. I wanted to be sure. Mm-hmm. 
And I wanted to write a song that was not going to be joy bringers. <laughs> material. <laughs> material. <laughs> As in for you, your, 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 your point of reference, you run away from being a joy bringers material. <laughs> Go the opposite direction. Uh-huh. That, that thing. Um, yeah. So uh-huh. I call Lucas and mm. I tell him, oh, I'm a gospel singer. Da, yeah. da, da, da. I have a song. Would you like to listen to and everything? Mm-hmm. I had my cash ready. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I asked him how much production was going to cost. He told me his cost. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And yes, I met him. I showed him the song. And that was the song, I believe in all of you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was your first that song. That was my first song. So yeah. I don't even know where I came, where, where I came across the song. But yes. uh, I had this compilation. Um, and I still have it on CD. Mm, <laughs> that's nice. I still have it on CD. <laughs> and I remember... You didn't release, I don't know if you released it immediately because I got mm. it after maybe your second jam. Mm. Because now I had a point of reference with Amani. Yes. You know. <coughs> Excuse me. Because now you had your song with Nameless. Yes. You know, it's yes. like, in, so, and people already knew you. Mm. But I did not know that, you know, I believe was your first, was your first single. That was my first single. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, me, I entered as a gospel artist. Hey. And you, I found the sound. It's not joy bringers. It's not joy bringers. This could work. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, I need to do an urban sound yeah. but gospel. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd stuck. <laughs> ah, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> the vision was there. Yeah. However, with mm. time, um, I think with time, <clears throat> I just slowly got derailed. How did that happen? Because you said with this gospel jam, mm-hmm. did, you get, did you get much airplay at that time? It did. Okay. It got reasonable airplay mm-hmm. for a first song. I'm pretty sure Mbodoni Buika must have played mm-hmm. it a lot. Bonnie played it. Um, Kev, at that point in time, was um, was doing Afrofusion mm-hmm. on Capital FM. So yeah. he played it too. Yes. So it got, it got airplay. For mm-hmm. a first song, uh, not bad. Oh, that's so for sad. For a first song, <laughs> So how did this gradual fade happen? The gradual fade happened when um, I wasn't really planning plugged onto the gospel scene at that point mm-hmm. in time. Um, I was producing with Ogopa. Mm-hmm. There's no gospel artist not hey. stable at that time. And the rocking band with hey, le, 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 le. Kina Googs and Vinnie Banton yolikuwa uko and everything. What about Nani Banton? Baby Cool, Baby. Chameleon. Yeah, most. What's the guy's name? Isa. Isa. Bacaneers at that time. Yeah, oh, Bacaneers. Yes. So, um, I actually started being very disconnected from the gospel urban scene. Yeah, yeah. I didn't... There were very few people who were around me at that time who were even connected <laughs> to anything gospel. Yeah. So I started thinking, okay, fine. The gradual was... You can do inspirational. Mm-hmm. So aside from inspiration, from inspirational to just sing about love. See, love, love is good. <laughs> that, God yeah. is love. You matter about love. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, wow. I struggled with writing love songs. Mm-hmm. I really struggled. Writing them? Yes. Yeah. Because here I am being told to write about a boy and I'm like, I surely. <laughs> so what are we saying about this boy? <laughs> <laughs> I may do. <laughs> Were you not dating at this time? I was, but I was like, yeah, that's a bit intense. You know, it's cheesy. I was like, hey, it's very cheesy. You know, and why should he even know I've written a song about him? Mm-hmm. No. jamani. Yeah. You know. That's so funny. <laughs> so I struggled with that for a while. Mm-hmm. But with time, because I really, really, really wanted to be successful and I really wanted to venture into the scene and I could see 
things were happening mm-hmm. you know i could just see how people's trucks were blowing up yeah. one minute you're with gugs and vinny banton in the studio and people don't know much about them the next thing the drays released and they're like superstars yes my time needs to come yeah so then kumesha poteza plot ya gospel kabisa ulkosha ulkomeza masasa ah san mehama wow how do you was your was your next single now the one that you did with nameless or did you do another jam i did another jam i did like how many jams 1 two, 3 4 i did mm-hmm. about 4 oh before that one before the one with wow then i went into an edm phase mm-hmm. dance edm phase yeah, yeah. and i did an edm track in kikuyu i did a dance kama sofia nzao saizi weirdly enough yes. as in yes and actually someone tagged me on instagram and they're like you are doing this yeah. i'm like yeah yeah i remember that song i remember that song yeah. so yeah i did that like some that was among i think like my second third song mm-hmm. i did a dance like two dance song and one edm one yeah then um was it in between but there was an edm situation going on there mm-hmm. Then that's the time um Nameless was like you know it wasn't Nameless it was the producer who after hooked yeah. us up it was Lucas mm-hmm. so Lucas was like okay um I want you to feature on a song I was like who and at that point in time I didn't as in range quarter ni sana sawa bakanias I was okay yeah because I just needed I really wanted to uh break into the scene yeah. so when he mentioned it was Nameless I was like what means <laughs> <laughs> that time umetoka na tracks nini nini yeah. you know wao ndo wanafunga show tukienda mashows yes. like, yeah. this is going to be good wao ndo wanafunga show wao ndo wanafunga show you know you know that thing of fungaing shows yeah 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 nindo katendreza so that's when we got to do nina knocking mm-hmm. which was such an awesome experience yeah um did i know the song was a hit no You didn't expect it to be popular. Me I didn't expect it to be popular. Me I just needed a song to break me into the scene. Yeah. Not to the revolution into yeah. this it just changed everything. Um I was not used to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, it's actually happening." Yeah. Now the downside to that is you come from this Ninanoki high. Mm-hmm. You have like one other averagely known song. Yeah. And some tweedms who condani. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> the guys do not know. And you can't really hold a show on your own. Yeah. Nameless of course he's moved on. Now he's doing songs with Isa and Lenny and they're hitting. Yeah. You don't have a follow-up hit. Mm-hmm. So the pressure began from the studio like mm-hmm. what's your follow-up? What's your follow-up? Yeah, yeah, what's your yeah. follow-up? Mm-hmm. And that pressure was intense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wow. was very very intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's hard for us to be able to imagine it because like you have a hit it should be easy to come up with another banger. I didn't write it first of all so <laughs> As in I'm not even the one who wrote it yeah. so I doubted myself so much like mm-hmm. do I even have the ability to write something like this Yeah and it was just a season of listening and listening and writing Yeah like wow getting to a point where I was writing every day What I had to keep on right like I'd write I'd listen to it I'd be like no this no. is not good enough I write I listen this is not good enough like i was i was putting myself under so much pressure to yeah. just come up with something to follow up yeah until um i remember now they just told me you need to release a song you need a song now yeah. and i was given a deadline me didn't have 
So when I'm in campus, mm-hmm. um, I have a friend. His name is Pato. Mm-hmm. He was hitting on my friend mm-hmm. called Nadia, mm-hmm. and um, he could sing. So, <laughs> so I'm listening to his songs. I'm like, Patrick, you're right. Yeah, I write. So he's reading me his songs, and I'm thinking, I find a solution. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you have someone to write your love jam. <laughs> you know, and um, I heard him talk to you. Let me walk with you, talk oh, to you. Oh my! Was gosh. written by Pato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, me yeah, just yeah, yeah, shared yeah, yeah. the Swahili part. Mm-hmm. Big Pin came and did his rap. So that's how it actually happened. It was oh. in campus, and uh, he was writing love songs for my friend. But I thought to myself, ah. <laughs> this one is in love. Right? <laughs> Just ride on me. I'm going to ride on you yeah, real yeah, good. Yeah. But it turned out to be really good. That was such a nice song. Yes, yes. What were, you, what were your parents saying at this time? You know, Because uh, I'm assuming for them, they are charged. Uh, after Nanoki, yeah. they knew. This one, Ashaenda. I'm Ashaenda. Were they concerned? Did they try to they hold were. you back? They were. They were. Because I'm assuming they're charged people. They are. My mom then was a church person. Mm-hmm. My dad, not quite, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but still, you know, there were not but church still. people, but there were guys of church. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was more like, what are you going to do? How are you going to tell this to them? But then I was like, ah. But I was like, just maintain your grades. Yeah. Yeah. Or him was more concerned about your grades. Yes. I was like, maintain your grades yeah. in school. I don't want to see you going below this point. Yeah. So I told him that's okay. I have no problem with that because mm-hmm. school was easy. Yeah. Okay, no, okay, that Let doesn't come say. across. Because I'm going to come as we're struggling. In the sense that the course I was doing was not really that hard. Mm-hmm. And um, the beauty of USIU is that you can manage your schedule. Yeah. So what I used to do is Friday, there's, there are no classes at USIU. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Because, mm-hmm. you know, now you can, mm-hmm. you yeah, can go do your gig and everything. You can even gig on Thursday night. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So now Mondays, I used to try and make sure I have minimal classes on Monday. Mm-hmm. That if I'm doing any classes on Monday, they're starting from 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. So if I've gone out of town, I can actually come back, rest, go to class. Yeah. So that's what I loved about USAU, mm-hmm. that you could, you know, you could work out your schedule. You yeah. could choose when you want to have your classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the lecturers used to show up. Yeah, the lecturers <laughs> used to show up. <laughs> Lecturers are going to come. She was my English lecturer. Uh-huh. And she's like, I hope I was a good teacher. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was with her friends. I was like, I'll spare you. You were not good. You, you like see, the most she used to give for that class was B. Why nobody got an A? Ah, she was like, Kenyans don't know English. <laughs> was she American? Yes. Oh, man. She's American. She's like, y'all don't know English. And yeah, I'm like, it's not a second language. It's not a first exactly. language. You're not so born speaking it. The most you'll get is a B. Yeah, so I yeah, remember yeah. how I even ended up in her class was, there was another teacher I used to give like A's. She was a bit more lenient. Yeah. I missed her class. Her class does that before I could feel my name. <laughs> <laughs> so I discovered that, hi, I'm having a class yeah. <laughs> and with this lady. And I know the most she'll give is a B. Yeah. But I don't know Oh man, lecturers. <laughs> but I learned a lot mm-hmm. in the sense that, um, sorry to digress, no, okay. but she, she was excellent. She was excellent. Like she I pushed learned, you. she pushed us guys. I learned so much stuff that I still apply till today. Mm-hmm. You know, just in terms of even when you're doing your documents and everything, this mm-hmm. should be this, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. This is a comma splice. You shouldn't have a sentence that is this long and mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah, the impact is there till today. Yeah. <laughs> Never ever. No. It's not, not coming your way. It not happen. So yeah. you're pursuing music. Uh, and is that all after, you, you know, of course you finished campus. Is yes. that all you were doing now? After yes. campus, just music alone. 
I was doing music alone. Yeah. In fact, I remember the day I graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to finish graduating. Yeah. Have lunch with my parents yeah. and my siblings and, and were, my and grandma. And you wear your moshaino. And my moshaino. No, I didn't have moshaino then. Oh, wow. I had to be dis- I had to be decent. Yeah. So <laughs> in graduation day, and then um, take off my graduation gown and go for sound check. It was Safari Sevens. Yeah, yeah. So that same day. <laughs> I folded it, put it there, yeah. told my parents, okay, I, I have need a gig. to go. I have a gig. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I went and I did my gig. So now your point of transformation, you know, you had mentioned earlier that you were going through this phase of you are in this place, you're not feeling the job, you're not liking the atmosphere, yes. you know. At what point do you feel like there needs to be change in your life? It's like, God is calling you in a in a different direction mm-hmm. and then you have all this clout and fame that's <laughs> calling you in a different direction. Yeah. How did you navigate through mm-hmm. that? That was tough. Mm-hmm. Like I said it was a process. Mm-hmm. Um this happened over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um things just changed. I think Mombia Madili for me intensify. Till today she's never opened up what she did but one day I'll get her to just open up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I believe she had probably intensified and come come I'm not losing my daughter. I am not losing my daughter. Wow. So um I just started like I said it was just a shift and everything. Mm-hmm. I just became work mm-hmm. like I've gone there's a gig I perform I come back home. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of emptiness. Mm-hmm. I realized that um Again, there's a lot of emptiness. Yeah. Yeah. That yes, I, you know, there's this fame and everything. You know, you're doing well. Your career is going very well. Mm-hmm. You're earning from it. But there was a lot of emptiness. Yeah. And I started to try, sort of try and get back to where I'd always been. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was more that was happening. Mm-hmm. I guess with time, I'll open up about that. Yeah. But um, I started now listening to gospel music. Yeah. And discovering that... That was the place. Oh wow. That was a place that gave me joy. That mm-hmm. was a place that um I actually enjoyed doing this. Yeah. So I started getting into moments of worship when I'm in the house mm-hmm. just to just worship, just praise because that was where I was from. That was yeah. my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And the more I did it, the more on this other side <laughs> hey, gigs gigs na come. <clears throat> but when I go for the gigs, I'm being irritated yeah. by everything. I'm being irritated by the smoke. I'm being irritated by the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm being irritated even by just watching people. I'm like, you, that dude is taking advantage as in I'm <laughs> swinging into my mother mode. And I'm like, yeah, just, am I concerned about that? I shouldn't be. Yeah. You know. But it's bothering you. But it's bothering me. Yeah. And um, I started realizing that a change is happening slowly mm-hmm. by slowly. Mm-hmm. And I used to postpone Yeah. Like I'm getting born again this weekend. Nah. Wow. Gig. Yes, yeah, Because for me, getting born again did not mean I could go back and work the next day. Mm-hmm. It meant that I had to Cut literally off. leave everything. There wow. was no I'm born again, but Baduna perform kwa club. It was not going to work. So it's going to be a drastic change. It's going to be a drastic change. So I resisted it for a while. So I remember for me when, because um, I was in the club scene, mm-hmm. and... So I mean I'm in the clubs and I'm mixing at JK's and it used to be such a vibe. Yeah. You know, JK's used to be packed <laughs> with young guys and you know, we are listening to music that we love. Yes. We're in this culture, we're not even yeah. faking it. Mm-hmm. You're in it. Mm-hmm. 
So every music that you're playing is not songs that you don't believe in. Yes. Ah, they're speaking your language. Mm-hmm. And so in that space, I remember um, feeling this. I try to explain to guys, but it's hard to explain. It's like there, there was a tagging in my heart. You can mm-hmm. feel. You're being pulled. You're being pulled. Mm-hmm. It's like God is saying, come. You know, you need to come. Spend my time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, could, I could tell it's like the weekends will come and I'll be like, man, I need to do something with with Jesus. He's mm. he's calling me, but mm-hmm. what do I do now? What do I do? You know, I'm in mm. the club scene, the club is happening. <laughs> when I look at guys of church, mm. I don't feel them. You're not connected? No. No, 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 no. No. I do not want to be in their space <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's interesting. And then I look at my boys. I'm like, I don't want these guys to leave me behind. They'll mm. help me. Mm, they'll help us. Because we've all we have all sat down mm. and discussed gospel Christian guys. Mm-hmm. and we all said they're fake they're fake we do not want anything to do with those jammers <laughs> then they hear we do not want anything to You're do with part of the fake crew yeah now. it was difficult and so my transformation my change was like I could feel God tagging my heart and <sighs> I had to get to that place where I decided that I'm not going to let I'm going to be a different kind of Christian mm. for my boys. Yeah. Not even for the other mm. guys. Like I mm. want to show my guy, my boys. But this can be cool. This can be cool. Yeah. You can be a Christian mm-hmm. and still be trendy. Yeah. You know, you can be a Christian and, mm. you know, dress in a dope way, like still wear earrings, mm-hmm. uh, have colored hair, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I was not going to abandon them and hoping <laughs> that they don't abandon <laughs> in the process. <laughs> How was that, you know, how was that for you? Did you feel the same kind of tagging? It in your was heart? the same kind of tagging. You know, I looked around and I was like, I'm do I even have Christian friends? As in, <laughs> that, 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 I had none. None existed. Yeah, yeah. Not even one, except strangely, there was one. Mm-hmm. Strangely enough, mm-hmm. um, she had been my friend from when I was six years old. Oh wow. Like from when we were six, we we're friends, mm-hmm. we we're the same primary school, we we're in the same high school, mm-hmm. campus. Um, she was in a different campus. Mm-hmm. Um but still were friends yeah. and were even through an adulthood, we were buddies. Mm-hmm. So she's the only one I knew that was still born again. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> we're still keeping in touch. She's just one friend. Wow. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, my friend is there. Sarah is there. Mm-hmm. But then I guess she doesn't live here. She was living in Dubai then. Hey, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I was like, but I told you what corner of the earth she yeah, is. Yeah. And, you know, she mm-hmm. could have traveled. She could be She could be anywhere that at some point in time. Yeah. And I just, it, it really scared me. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. Because yes, my mom is born again. But mother, you can't share with her. Oh, yeah. No, she'll quickly switch from being pastoral mm-hmm. to mother. Mm-hmm. Like this. Yeah. What did you do again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a tricky balance right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, that kept me, that was tricky. Yeah. But not as much as the work, like this being your work. Mm-hmm. I think when you get to a point where you're working so much, I didn't have a lot of friends around mm-hmm. me. And... um it wasn't that important to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to stay that sour, I mean, half of the time I'm working. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I'll see you once in a month. I'll see you after three weeks. <laughs> so I wasn't really that attached to mm-hmm. my friends at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, there were friendships that were there. Yeah. Were, I valued the friendships. Mm-hmm. But the major thing that was the tug of war was my work. Mm-hmm. And I used to ask God, what am I going to eat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How am I going to pay rent? Mm-hmm. This is... This is... This is, my right, this, is my, this is how you provide for me. Yeah, this is how you provide for me. So what's going to happen? Yeah. You know? And with time, I quickly realized that um, it was not going to be a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Yes. That if I was going to just... Sorry, she just what? Pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. I just know that I've pulled it. And there's uh, no going back. There's no going back. And it was not going to be a walk in the park. I had to get to that point to realize that wow. it was not going to be business as usual. Wow. So I, I, I struggled with that for a while. Wow. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine, you know, because at least for me, in my perspective, uh, <clears throat> by the time I was getting to the place of surrender, it was very clear for me mm. what God wanted me to do. Mm. At that point, it was mm-hmm. like, um, you're going to stop doing this. And I want you to go back mm-hmm. in that same world mm-hmm. <laughs> and reach out to, yes. you see those guys you were with in the clubs? No, I'm sending you to those guys. I'm sending you to those guys. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, you're sending me to them, but I have I have no tools. <laughs> that time, because yeah. when, but I think it's the same time when you were doing your song, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. It's the same time I was just getting into the um, gospel into scene. the gospel scene. Mm. We didn't have much gospel music. Mm. So, Miniko, <laughs> yeah, and I remember I became a Christian and I continued playing in the club still for like a year. You know, like, mm. like I, I used to tell guys I'm a Christian. Mm. I still used to go to JK's. Wow. I got a radio show on Family. Yeah. And I'd go do my radio show. I'm not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So I get a wedding. I'd go do my gigs for the weddings. Mm-hmm. I still go do the club scene, mm-hmm. you know. And till it got to one point, I remember I went with I went with Adrian for this gig. It got to a place where <laughs> <laughs> now the conflict was so much. Yeah. So I take the gigs. Mm-hmm. So guys for University of Nairobi would call me and ask mm-hmm. me to go do their elders' night mm-hmm. or do a gig for Isaac. Mm-hmm. So this one was at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. It was in July. I'll never forget this one. Mm-hmm. So, so we go to the Hilton and I called Adrian. I was like, bro, I've been given this gig mm. uh, by Isaac, guys. Mm-hmm. Can we go together? You, you, you do, you, do you. Yes. And I'll do me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play gospel music. You play the old school jam, all yeah. these jams of these guys. Mm-hmm. Actually, at that time, it was like, it was the freshest music at that time. You know? mm-hmm. um, so I told Adrian, you, you play the secular music, I'll play the gospel music. Mm-hmm. And that night, in that, at Hilton at the ballroom, mm-hmm. I just felt in my heart God saying, you can stop this, I'll take care of you. Yeah. Like, you know how you hear a voice, you almost want to turn around. Yes. So there's no one, but you've had that thing saying, mm-hmm. stop this, I will take care of you. Yes. And from that day, and in my entire music, mm-hmm. that night, mm-hmm. the following week actually, mm-hmm. I went and I gave it to the DJs to work with us like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. It's about obedience and surrender. Yeah, yeah. So I remember I struggled with it. I struggled with me. Me, we struggled. Yeah. Right, to leave. Shroom, shroom. <laughs> I mean, hey, I've had a tug of war. Me, I was not. <laughs> You're not letting I'm even the angels will be like, mm-hmm, tell them. <laughs> so <laughs> I may struggle. I'm like, ah, so what am I supposed to eat? So yeah, you said yeah. you provide for us. But I can also do this while, ah. As in, I tried to negotiate my way yeah. to around it. Mm-hmm. So it got to a point whereby I knew now the conflict was becoming, it was becoming 
very intense wow. and there's a lot of warfare mm-hmm. for me warfare was involved wow so when you say warfare like there's a lot going on okay there's a lot mm-hmm. going on on the other hand it's not like the devil was just Happy. going like you want to go ha huh? hmm. things were happening enjoy yourself <laughs> no things enjoy were happening with... things were happening so it was a proper tug of war and i remember waking up one morning and i asked god am i told him i didn't ask for this mm. i call over my life so i didn't ask you how can you decide to give someone something they didn't ask for yeah so that was now my argument for that day <laughs> <laughs> i didn't ask you to, do, to give this to me so we've gone to go mom and i'm like by the way i didn't ask for this so i'm getting born again yes you know mm. there's something you want to do in my life and everything but me i didn't ask you mm-hmm. so why would you put something on people when they don't want it yeah that was my question wow so me having get arguments now <laughs> Later on in that day, was it later? I think it was later that day, about two days later. I can't remember the time frame. Mm-hmm. He reminded me of the place and the time mm-hmm. when I asked for it. Oh. Like he brought it to remembrance. Mm-hmm. And his question to me was very exact. Do you still want it? <laughs> and <laughs> when I look back at that question, I'm like, oh, um, sale come in Shiba. Yeah. So I was like, so does this chick still want this thing or yeah. not? Because now she's just, she's just, she's really fighting. It's, it. it's like in a relationship. Yes. How it's like how you, it's like how you ladies ask us to define this relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you still want it? Yeah, yeah. And I sat and I thought about it, you know, balancing tears, crying at the same time. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I still do. Wow. And I knew then <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because I had, I, me, had struggled. Wow. Me, it was total tug of war. I had refused. In fact, it reached a point or so angry. I told him, in fact, take the voice. Take it. Wow. I don't want it. And I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I'm still singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you wake up to try to see if you can sing. <laughs> so I was a bit stubborn. Like yeah. I said, um, if the angels had a tell to tell they would probably yeah. <laughs> like stop on this one yeah. this one still wanted to hold on this one <laughs> tell the truth but um <clears throat> yeah his question was very clear do you yeah. still want it mm-hmm. and i said yes because yeah. i remember i was at um youth um i think it was like a was it holiday camp mm-hmm. um kind of it was a cinema i think it was audion on jogo road mm-hmm. um and Rima Nelson was the one preaching. Now mm-hmm. that time, when mm-hmm. she said, who would like to, you know, receive what I have? Mm-hmm. Basically, that day we received mantles and wow. we put our hands up and she's like, put your hands up. Ah, put my first hand up. She's like, put both of them, Mimi. <laughs> so God reminded me, you asked for this. Yeah. You know, and even then she explained what it means mm-hmm. and everything. And mm-hmm. I was comfortable with it. In fact, I was excited. Wow. So I knew. Mm-hmm. But with time, I had forgotten. So I was reminded. Yes. So do you still want it? And I said, yes. So I knew then it has to change. Now this is the full embrace now that's coming. Yeah. How's that? How's that journey been? I mean, since. Tough. That was tough. Yeah. It wasn't easy. I knew my life was going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I don't become 50-50 because I'd become very 50-50. Like I used to go to church 
guys can attest mimi by the nilikuwa naenda i do a gig after a gig maybe i'll go moja mbili tatu the next day niko kwa church hangi from here to next year and i hope but i'm there yeah yeah <clears throat> you know and everything I'm so hangover but <laughs> i'm there you know um but now i knew it was time to make a decision mm-hmm. so so that i don't look back and i don't backtrack yeah. i joined bible school and wow. every time i used to go to church like on sunday those mm. days i used to go and i'm hanged and everything mm-hmm. um the dean for bible school mm-hmm. at the church used mm-hmm. to look at me and he was like i'm waiting for you make your decision i'm waiting for you wow so i used to see him and i'm like hi dean he's like i don't nakongoja so that day i went i'm like dean i'm joining he was like hallelujah i've been waiting for you wow so yeah so there's going to be a radical change there's going to be a radical change i guess there's change. no There's, there's no 50-50. There's no 50-50. Yeah. So it was just yanking the bandaid like sawa. Let's do this. <laughs> And we did it. Yeah. Yeah. And have you enjoyed the journey so far? I love it. I love it. Love wow. it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. There are things that I didn't know I was missing in my life. That one <laughs> <laughs> missing. But you had everything. You can take comfort in um what is it called again? Yeah, you can actually get comfortable mm-hmm. in something mediocre yeah, yeah. without knowing there's something better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very well put. Yeah. I was comfortable in the mediocrity. I was comfortable in what my life was then without mm-hmm. understanding that God had more for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been at this now for how long now? It's been seven years. Seven I, years. I really, let me be honest with you, that process of <laughs> agreeing. Ha! You agreed for one year? Ha! We're talking about years oh man a lot like i said a lot happened in between then mm-hmm. you know i met my husband during that time mm-hmm. when i was going for a bible school me told him nimeenda kuokoka kuna kam nimeenda me have gone what did he say he just looked at me like are you serious and i said yes this is it That's the direction I'm heading. That's the direction I'm heading. Mm-hmm. So a lot oh, happened man. that when I'm talking about that period of struggle, mm-hmm. oh, it was it was intense for a very long time. Yeah. 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 But I just told him when I met my husband, I wasn't born again. I mm-hmm. got born again when we were together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I made my decision. Wow. So, me I told him, "Sawa, you know, that time you're you're married and everything and you're like, you know, Let me just do this. Mm-hmm. I told him. Mean Amanda. Did he support you through the Part of him was glad. <clears throat> But a part of him wanted to understand <laughs> what does this mean like, for yes. us? My wife is out of the club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. There's a part of him that like, "Ah, we need to be real, eh? This one here is I'm talking soko. We've secured that bag." Yeah. But there's also another part of him that was like, "But mimi bado niko huko, so what yeah. does this mean for me?" Yes. So he even asked is like so what does that mean for me? Yeah, yeah yeah. And I joked I was like Sunday church every day Kesha Friday I joked around with mm-hmm. him. But I told him you know it's a personal decision you make your personal decision yeah. at your own time. Mm-hmm. Um when Christ convicts wow. you. Mm-hmm. So in yangu it's my decision. Exactly and I just I told him just let me be. That's amazing. And he graciously was okay. Nataka <laughs> koko <laughs> So, you know I got to find out that you you're a believer mm-hmm. through your husband. Yes, you told me. Yeah, like yes. I <laughs> I was I'd gone for lunch uh with my family mm-hmm. uh, and friends at Mambo Italia and mm-hmm. so I stood up to leave and I got into a conversation with this guy. Yes. 
I don't even know how we started talking. <laughs> to, he, had, uh, it's, he had seen me on Kubamba. Ah, nice. So it's like, I've seen you on television and yes. I know what it is that you do. So we started mm, talking. Mm. And he was like, um, so my wife is, my wife is a money. <laughs> And, uh, you know, she's now a Christian and she's doing gospel music. Yes. And he shared with me your song. Mm. You know, and I was like, what? <laughs> He's the one who brought me. I didn't even hear it from the media. He's the one who told me yeah. about the transition that happened in yeah. your life. Yeah. And I was like super pumped. Yeah. I was not even concerned that he, a man is going to go back. Because sometimes people are scared about that. Mm. I'm like, mm. I'm a product of the club and I never went back to the club. Mm. Why can't I have faith in, th- in someone, someone else, else. who's, who's yeah. come from my world? Mm. And so it says that says eight adults are going through the yes. same. Yes, yes. You know, so like I was so pumped and I was so happy for <laughs> you. So yeah, it's funny <laughs> enough. He he was more like, like, yeah, she's born again, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. what are you, you know? So he was quite excited. Yeah. But with time, he said understanding what that meant Mm -hmm. you know like i'm like i can't go there i can't do this yeah i can't be doing this Mm -hmm. and no no even he started challenging where where is it written that (laughs) you can't do this yeah i'm like i'm just convicted swimming the bible i'm just convicted not to do it so you know those discussions are still there till today Mm -hmm. but i think um in terms of him being more happy yeah he's happier that's so sad yeah he's happier about um this girl than that girl. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you can see the change that's happening in your life. Yes, he can see that. You know, yeah. there's a place in the Bible where he talks about, um, you know, like um, for spouses. And I don't think it was just necessarily addressing the woman. Mm. Uh, and it says, you know, you win them over by your good deeds. Yes. You know, they'll yes. see like if, if, if I'm in a relationship with my wife and she's not a Christian and I'm a Christian. Mm. That by the fact that she'll see what God is doing in my life. Mm-hmm. And that fruit of the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know, love, joy, peace, mm-hmm. patience, kindness, goodness, mm-hmm. gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Mm-hmm. Who does not want those things? Yes. So they're seeing these things coming out of my life or coming out of your life. Mm-hmm. And um, at some point they'll ask themselves, man, there's a peace. I want this, some yeah, of this. There's a peace <laughs> that this guy has. Things are, things are chaotic. Yes. But there's a peace and, mm-hmm. and a gentleness that this person has. Mm-hmm. You know, this, uh, this situation calls for you to go crazy. Yes. But, you know, you, you're you patient and you're, you're being kind. Yeah. In, you know. He sees that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... He'd be concerned about everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this, this. And I'll just be there like, God's got us. I yeah. mean, <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. And he's looking at me like, perhaps react. <laughs> <laughs> I like so after reacting to that do yeah, yeah you know i just have to trust that um what god says in his word is what's going to happen mm-hmm. you know i just can't not be trusting that because yeah. he has asked me to trust him mm-hmm. and not worry so i just have to do that mm-hmm. are there instances where you know as hubby and wife yeah. <laughs> he'll use that card to win an argument <laughs> trust yeah um, you know, I'll be there pointing out my argument, defending myself, and you'll be like, do Christians even do that? And I'm like, no, oh. don't start. You <laughs> cannot use that card to win this argument. No, 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 no. So, of course, you'll be a bit cheeky and use, and use that card. That's so good, but I have someone who's win. challenging you in your to win. Yeah, you know, like, to win an do argument. Christians do that. I'm like, ah, you the one who's going to ask me about this. Yeah. And I'll go in, I'll defend, and I'll defend. You know, sometimes when I, when I was, when I'm, when I was doing this stuff on Satan Church Online more consistently, mm-hmm. there's one particular sermon he saw, and he said, that sermon was for you. Hey. 
not even for him. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's for you. Wow. You are preaching to yourself. Go listen to yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I looked at him and I'm like, ah, so this is this and just one stand arguments here. <laughs> so yeah, he That's does. That's so funny. <clears throat> Atendo skiza samoni yako. Atendo skiza samoni yako. Yo samoni likuwa yako. Ikuangeleshe sasa yu mwenye. Inakuangeleshe wewe. Wewe, wewe. Kwanza this week. Yeah. That's the worst. Una false skiza yu samoni. I'm like, ah. So I just want to win an argument. Oh man. That's yeah. very special though. And being a woman, I'm like, I'm always right. Don't use that card. That's very special, Bana. Yeah. Now, the other day, um, so Kambua started a podcast about, yes. you know. Uh, I've been listening to it. Yes. Yeah. You know, she's done an amazing job. And she has it's this amazing. thing about unmothering the mother. Yes. And, you know, um, I know that you got, you got blessed with the baby. Yes. In 2000. Yes. You know, how was that journey for you guys? Wow. It was just um, an answered prayer. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an area I think the devil was playing around with in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and I was not even aware. Mm-hmm. You know there are areas where he can keep you in ignorance. Yeah. To to delay your blessing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got my first child when I was 40. Mm-hmm. And um the journey was not that smooth. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd started the journey earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was living in ignorance, total mm-hmm. ignorance, you know. Mm-hmm. And um I had to really really like trust god yeah and everything i condemned myself for the longest time mm-hmm. i felt that maybe i wasn't having a child because i was being punished for mm-hmm. my previous oh, deeds man. and everything mm-hmm. but i had to constantly like i had to get to that place actually where i feel the the breakthrough happened was mm-hmm. when i got to the place where i realized that he doesn't condemn me anymore mm-hmm. I had it I had to get that conviction because mm-hmm. yes I was praying mm-hmm. but I was somehow still convinced that I'm paying for something mm-hmm. that I did mm-hmm. and you know people will also emphasize that ah who you may be one two three and yeah. you think and you're searching and you're thinking okay what is it so I can confess about <laughs> it <laughs> you know and everything <laughs> but I never even got that deep you mm-hmm. know um coming from a christian background there were things i was very wary of okay like i could see stuff and i'm like ay mm-hmm. this what i see and apple because yeah you you that unfamiliar territory i didn't want to get into it mm-hmm. um so it was more like i felt like i was being punished mm-hmm. and i was telling god <laughs> <laughs> Sawa. Only to come and realize that he doesn't even remember. I'm mm-hmm. the one who's reminding yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, is, he says your sins I will remember no more. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. is this that, you know, I'm tagging on to like oh I'm being punished for this and everything. Mm-hmm. So once I got to that realization and conviction that he truly wants to see me blessed. Mm-hmm. He truly wants to see yeah. me be a mother in everything. Mm-hmm. Then I started engaging with more faith. Mm-hmm. And the turnaround um point was um I went through a series of surgeries mm-hmm. so at one point I went to a, for a doctor's visit and he said that I needed to do surgery mm-hmm. mentally I was not prepared mm-hmm. like that time any hey mm-hmm. <laughs> mentally I was not prepared for that surgery mm-hmm. and I didn't even pray that much because I was like god as in we are going back wow that was the third one mm-hmm. and we when we were going into the theater i was now getting to a point where i was angry mm-hmm. and i realized that 
the devil had made such a mockery of my life that I go into theater to remove tissues. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd suffered fibroids for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. So I go into theaters to remove tissues, not babies. Yeah. Like, yani, I'm wheeled into theater to go remove tissues, not babies. I was angry. Mm-hmm. And that's the time we we're just getting ready to go into the theater. Yeah. And I told the doctor, this is the last time you're willing me into a theater to remove tissue. Mm-hmm. Next time you will will me into a theater, we're getting a baby out. Wow. And the doctor said yes. And the anesthesia said yes. We'll get a baby out next time. Mm-hmm. And from then on, I just intensified because I was angry. Yeah. I was like, "Yani is just made a mockery that eh? We in the two theater to the doctor yeah, tissues. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Wow. I was like, "That's it. That is it. This is the end. This is the last day." Mm-hmm. And that's it. Recovery from that surgery, like I said, I was not mentally prepared. It was intense. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah. Wow. But God saw me through. Yeah. And um my husband was there for me mm-hmm. through the surgeries. Oh man. And um mm-hmm. that's good. Even if he's not born again, I mm-hmm. always say this um men are a spiritual authority in a home. Mm-hmm. Just their word alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God honors. Yeah. Um even him You know, he could see what I was going through, the mm-hmm. medication, the surgeries and everything. And yeah. I think even by surgery number three, I'll come a choker. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm going to the hospital and everything. When I used to go to the hospital, the lady, as in, <clears throat> used to give me my drugs hiding, you know, because oh. they want people to see that they're fertility drugs and yeah, all that. Yeah. So she was put it in a brown envelope and mm-hmm. all the best, you know, oh. and everything. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was feeling like, I... I mean, this is not going to be my story. Yeah, this I, has to stop. This has to stop. And um he joined in. <laughs> not one again, but <laughs> he's believe it now. Now he's like, "Hey, by the way, <laughs> his story oh. is becoming intense because now we could now feel the pressure. We've started feeling the emotional pressure. Yeah, We're yeah. getting tired and all that." Mm-hmm. So he joined in and everything and um that really helped. That's what's up. Man. Yeah. That's what's up. So baby came. I was super excited. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Not after again another situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I conceived mm-hmm. and um I I was convinced. You know, yeah. I I knew that I had conceived mm-hmm. and I checked mm-hmm. and um I hadn't gone to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So I had an event that weekend. Mm-hmm. And I had planned to go on Tuesday to like check and everything. Yeah. So Um unfortunately I lost that particular baby. Oh man. It was quite young, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because I didn't need to go and have yeah. whatever. I didn't think even I informed the guy know about it because I was like, ah. yeah. But it doesn't make it easy though. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. And now from that even became now it became even more. <laughs> oh man. But the anger intensified, holy anger in Giad Kabisa. Yeah. I was like, "I We've done <clears throat> removing the tissue We've removed and tissues. you lost you've gone you know, pregnant yes. you've lost the pregnancy yeah that's hard so i became a bit more careful i was mm-hmm. still you know i knew i was pregnant because yeah. i checked yeah yeah but i'm not going to the doctor because mm-hmm. i felt it was so young a man was excited about it yeah <laughs> like hey, let's see <laughs> i'm convinced but yeah i was lost so mm-hmm. by the time i was getting pregnant with my son mm-hmm. i was And you was like okay <laughs> this one I'm not losing you know losing this baby this one got to stay yeah. and everything yeah. so yeah remember when my wife and I were um so when we got married we were like 
Uh, and she did this with Kamboa as well. And I think mm. you need to go have a conversation with Kamboa. Kamboa, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually very... Um, Kamboa was very instrumental in in encouraging me when I got born again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had coffee with her. She's such good people. Hi, Andre Samondi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to thank God for those two. Yes. They, they just encouraged me and they were like, you can do this. They're both amazing, incredible yeah, ladies. Yeah, incredibly amazing women. Yes, yeah. yes. So... Um, when Debs and I, we, so we got married and, you know, we, we were like, yeah, we, let's wait for like, you know, in the second year we can try for yeah. the baby. And we got into, I mean, we thank God the first year, we're like, you know, we, we didn't want a honeymoon baby. <laughs> like, Kwanza to Juane. Kwanza to Juane. And so, went through the first year. In the second year, maybe like uh, three months in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we 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 tried and you know mm. we conceived. Oh wow. And so but then um 10 weeks into the pregnancy, mm-hmm. Debs was walking to junction. Wow. And she calls me, we're supposed to link up. Mm-hmm. And she calls me, she's like, Babe, I'm bleeding. Oh no. And we said, you know, just go straight, go straight to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll meet you there. So mm. she went straight to the hospital and mm. I think I got to the hospital like maybe, I don't be traffic, you know, like mm. maybe 45 minutes mm. an hour in. And when she got to the hospital, they picked her up immediately. Oh no. Um, and so by the time I was going to the hospital, she just had been told by the doctor mm. that you've lost the, oh no. you've lost the baby. That was hard. Yes. And I, and I say, and I remember us guys going through that. I was like, I felt pain, but nothing compared to what Debs felt. Yes. Like, I'm like, I can't even say I understand because I don't. Mm. Because this baby is in her. Yes. And, you know, she's, man, she, you know, there are all these body changes that are happening. Yes. In her. And she, yes. Like she's getting ready. Yes. And we were at the 10 week. Wow. And the doctor had said, the guy had told us, you know, mm. he had talked to us and, we, you know, he had said, you know, sometimes when you go through pregnancy, mm. Mm there's a natural process that happens and mm. the body can reject the pregnancy. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. Mm. It's just that the body can reject mm. a certain pregnancy. Mm. I just want you to know that should that ever happen to you guys, mm. don't, you know, don't think that it's anything that you've done. Yeah. It's just your body that has chosen to reject this particular pregnancy. Mm. So incredibly, like through that process, like five, you know, um, like a couple of weeks later, we went through that. Oh, sorry about that. I mean, it was it was difficult, and it happened three times again late with every oh, no. with every baby. Mm. There was, you yeah. know, yeah, the body rejected. Rejects, yeah, yeah. Oh, so sorry about that. But you know, we thank God that um, we tried again, just like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> back. <laughs> we tried again, <laughs> and you know, let me say we enjoyed the process. Mm. It was hard, you know, going through the emotional. Tamil, mm. you know, mm. but God blessed us, three you know, kids. with three beautiful kids. Even I'm though your we're fan on Instagram, pregnancy, <laughs> I love seeing, I have to say, like, you totally, you may not know it, but your mm. posts sort of encourage me so much. Oh, man. Um, and it's just those little things of you being, saying that you're intentional about making pancakes for your kids mm. and all that. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and 
you never realize that there are those things that they actually like that you do for them mm-hmm. and they look forward to activities and stuff yeah. and um, yeah okay thank you <laughs> thank you so much Bana. so i know about the pancake situation <laughs> <laughs> that happens it it became a family tradition for us so every yes. saturday morning yes whether you mean get home for mm. <laughs> in the morning mm. i'll yeah. be up at 7 <clears throat> to make the pancakes. To make the pancakes. But now my second born daughter has also picked it up. Like yes. She'll go and whip up the pancakes. Now yeah. she knows how to do it, but yeah. if she has a choice and I'm there, I'll never make she'll never make them. Oh, that's nice. And um maybe should maybe it would also be a good opportunity I think even as I'm saying this to encourage the Jamaas who are probably listening to the pod or even watching. Yeah. And just say, you know, sometimes um you know, you could be going through a situation with your wife where you you're trying to get a baby and you know um even to the women who are out there and maybe mm-hmm. i shouldn't even be talking to but because mm-hmm. maybe my wife and i have gone through this and i've heard you mention it as well mm-hmm. that you know sometimes you try for a baby and you conceive and you lose the baby and it mm-hmm. can be painful it's very painful and maybe just to tell guys you know and family members you know just stay away you know so don't comment as in it's in it's as it is the person going through has so many questions mm-hmm. just um just give a hug yeah yeah <laughs> at yeah. that point just give a yeah my wife my wife just went through things she was blaming herself i'm yes. like babe how mm-hmm. i've blamed watched, myself i've watched you i've watched you with the baby mm-hmm. you know i've seen how you've carried yourself with the pregnancy mm-hmm. and she tried to keep fit and you know uh, even though her body was changing and everything else was mm-hmm. going on like she was very careful me i blamed myself and i think till today there's still probably a part of me that blames myself mm-hmm. because medin stopped working mm-hmm. it was business as usual and I, would... i was up on my feet mm-hmm. i was um you know i was running my business i didn't stop for a second mm-hmm. and um i remember after i told my doctor about it mm-hmm. um he just said that um you know when you get pregnant the next time let me know yeah and that time it was vicious <laughs> everybody it was all hands on board to mm-hmm. keep the baby. baby alive yeah you know it was like rest yeah yeah um <clears throat> no course, stressful jobs no stressful nothing and mm-hmm. everything and um it did cost something mm-hmm. it it affected my business mm-hmm. but i have a beautiful baby oh, yeah <laughs> i can i cannot as in a business already yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know yeah, in yeah. fact I've, i've slowly gotten back into it yeah. and everything because mm. ah business already yeah, but this is so we're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, an incredible yeah, yeah. soul yeah. so um that time round when i when i knew for sure that i was mm-hmm. pregnant and told my doctor i was back on medication i had to take medication mm-hmm. um to keep the pregnancy mm-hmm. and um a lot of rest oh, just yeah. chilling as in yeah. just chill. chill and the doctor said for the longest time i can't remember till what month but i think until month number 5 mm-hmm. he used to tell us we don't have a baby yet it's yeah. not yet a fasero by saying it's not yet a pregnancy mm-hmm. so you things are happening to you but he's telling you yeah. in other words you're basically quiet yeah just don't tell anybody it's not yet a pregnancy and yeah. everything baby's growing and he's like not yet mm-hmm. um i still had fibroids mm-hmm. and um they were growing together so wow. God. the pain oh man let me begin to tell you the pain yeah man there was pain 
so much pain that at one point, I don't think I've ever told anyone my pregnancy journey. This is interesting that I'm actually <laughs> yeah, telling you. <laughs> That's interesting. So <clears throat> the pregnancy was not at a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. I remember I had so much pain because of the fibroids. They were growing together. Mm-hmm. And um, the pain was intense. Wow. So one time I remember going to the chemist mm-hmm. to get my medication. My doctor is one used to prescribe my medicine. Mm-hmm. He had a pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So when I went to the pharmacy, the painkillers that he gives me were not available. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to a pharmacy near home to mm-hmm. get those painkillers and their prescription. Yeah. So when I gave the prescription to the pharmacist, he looked at it and looked at me and told me, your doctor prescribed this? And I said, yes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he went back. Talked to the pharmacist like, how is it possible she's taking all this medication? Mm-hmm. And he called. Oh, he called your doctor? Yes. To understand wow. why mm. I have to take this amount of painkillers. Mm-hmm. Hey. And um, I was given the painkillers. <clears throat> very strong painkillers. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong. Mm-hmm. But um, it was important because we're trying to keep a baby yeah. <laughs> alive and everything. Yeah. And even at that, when I read about... Um, the effects painkillers can have yeah, and yeah. everything. Now me, I started doing my own things of just sort of um, taking in the pain. Like I could be in wow. pain, but I just lie down and I just used to pray. I used to speak in tongues because I was afraid of what the painkillers are doing to yeah, my child yeah, 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 yeah. and everything. So it was a journey. Oh my God. It was a journey and you know, like I said, hey, painkillers will come in. Because how is it possible yeah. that you're supposed to be taking? And he just told me, he's like, drink a lot of water. Mm. Just drink a lot of water because he was, he was scared. He was, for he was concerned for you. But the doctor was coming from a point of, we need to keep the baby alive. Yeah. We don't want oh, wow. the pain to trigger yeah, other things. Yeah, rejection. Yeah. Because yeah. the pain can, yes, you know, the can. body can reject it because the body will be like, yes. this is what this is causing. This is what is causing pain. Yes. So yes. Let's, let's react by, yes. let's protect by yes. rejecting this. Exactly. I remember just before we got Baraka, hey, this was hard. Um, and he's our last born. Mm-hmm. Um, at the 30th week, Deb's got another spotting of blood. Oh, no. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was hard. And that's because we never, used, we never found out the sexes of the baby. Mm. You know, we, just, we just knew whatever we buy, nothing blue, nothing pink. <laughs> all of the colors because sour. <laughs> <laughs> and um, same thing, straight mm. to the hospital. And this time around, we were, we were early. Mm. She was put on bed rest for like yeah. almost two time. Mm. Yeah. I was on bed rest. Yeah. Like, yeah it was hard. Cheap. It was hard. Ah, man. My wife is a career woman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she does not believe in staying at home. But yeah. this one kept her grounded. Mm. And uh, it was not easy. But we thank God that, you know, she was able to bring the baby to time. And Baraka was born on the exact day. Mm. The, four, uh, the What is the 40th week? Oh, nice. On his due date. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. We pushed. The mm. doctor kept asking me, can you push? Yeah. Can you push yeah, one yeah. more day? Mm-hmm. Two more days? Yeah, yeah. So actually, by the time, of course, I had to have a C-section because mm-hmm. um, of surgeries. I'd, You've gone through. Yeah, I'd mm-hmm. gone through surgery, so it was not possible for me to push. Mm-hmm. Um, so towards even the due date, we were, um, you know, the doctor was like, can you do one more day? Mm-hmm. Can you do two more days? Yeah. So give me a frame with like a tea. So choose between here what yeah. you'd like. 
and everything. So he actually told me, he was like, the day we're going to deliver, he said, you probably had 12 more hours before now you started labor because he wanted the baby to be, to go almost full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I did my best. Yeah. Was it easy? <laughs> Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to cry secretly, like away from my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <clears throat> I could just go to my room, lie down and oh, just man. cry. Oh, cry in between worshipping mm. in between tongues oh, as in it was man. just yeah. <laughs> it was a mix of everything yeah. but I I believed that God God would do it yeah. and you had this yeah. anticipation of this oh, one that you waited so, for for such a long, long time. time you know and I was like this one has got to happen yeah. and I could feel like he was a strong, like a strong one from, his kick was strong. <laughs> Even when you check the heartbeat and I was like, hey, very strong heartbeat. And the kick comes out and he's exactly like oh, man. the full ball of energy and life. And That's uh, incredible, Bana. Yeah. That's incredible. And, and I'm looking forward to yeah. more. I've always wished for a big family, baby. Mm. Oh, please. Keep <laughs> despite, them coming. Despite Hope. being in the music <laughs> business, my dream has always been have a big family yeah. yeah and may god bless you with the desire of your heart amen yeah 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 and this has been this has been very encouraging and like i told you me I've, i normally don't have any agenda on this show you amazing know, i'm just like I just, <laughs> i've never shared about my <laughs> pregnancy journey it's weird that i'm sharing it to the dude <laughs> so weird <laughs> but um i'm sure it will bless someone. yeah 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 and um you know even as we come to the end you know my producer there was just showing me because i have five more minutes <laughs> She's kind of mean with her time. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're in, you're in this new space and, you know, there's definitely joy that you're exuding and mm-hmm. you look peaceful, man. And, you Amen. Know, like there's a calmness. Amen. Probably was, this version was not there before. Hey, no. <laughs> God has worked on me. I've been panel beat, refresh yeah, and center. Yeah. Yes. What has been a good one for you, like, over the last seven years? You're like, you know, this is... This has been beautiful. Beautiful is um, just getting to know Christ and what he has in store for me. Mm-hmm. Finding my identity in him yeah. has been a beautiful experience. That's what's happened. Because before, I didn't know this, but I didn't really have an identity. Yeah, I was going with the flavor of the, the times. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to be this. So yeah. you become that. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to exude this. You so become that. that. Yeah. And I wasn't grounded in my identity. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot, yeah. especially in the public limelight, mm-hmm. um, where you're expected to be, you know, to behave a certain way, mm-hmm. so you behave. Yeah. You're expected to have certain values, so you have them. Mm-hmm. You're expected to ascribe to a certain thing, so you do that. Mm-hmm. Not out of conviction, mm-hmm. not out of your principles, mm-hmm. but because that is what is expected of you. Yeah. Finding mm-hmm. Christ made me find an identity in him, Regardless of what situation I am in, yeah. I always go back to me. This is who I am, yes. you know. And it's yeah. more about checking that situation against what Christ says I should be. Yes. So my identity is grounded. Mm-hmm. I don't have to yo-yo. Mm-hmm. I just ask myself, is this in line with my identity? Fantastic, is it? No, then yeah. it's not for me. Yeah. And I don't feel bad about it. That's what's up. Because 
my identity is in Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hata kama anaacha nasema oh you should be doing this is that yeah. what Christ is saying no. That's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there is there more music we should expect from of you? Of course. Yeah. Um that's another process that I've been going through just trying to understand what my mandate is. Yeah. What my calling is mm-hmm. and God is unveiling it. Yeah. And I don't what I like about it also is I don't have to think about the blue, the blueprint. Mm-hmm. He has it. He has it already. Mine is to obey. Yeah, yeah. And to lean into the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And um it's interesting. Oh, I man. just love I love what Yes. I like the space you're in. I like what thank you. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I love what he's unveiling and I'm like wow this is bigger. Mm-hmm. I'm realizing it's bigger than me. Yeah. That his plan is just not for money to be a musician. It's much more than that. Yeah. And I'm like exceeding yeah. my expectations yeah. like 100%. Yeah, so yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's incredible how when we think we know what path to take for our lives and then God checks in and is like, "Man, you thought you thought you knew. You thought you knew. You know, but let me show you what let I had in store." Let me show you what I have in store. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, once we get that place of surrender and allow God to because I'm like, you know, we can try people try to argue about this, but I'm like our life you know has a perfect creator who authored it you know we just yeah. didn't decide for ourselves yes and so when we allow him to get into that space and we allow him to come and you know guide us and lead us through this journey it may not be easy because it goes sometimes it's going to go against everything you want mm. but everything we want will never fulfill us yes everything he wants will fulfill, will fulfill you mm-hmm. there's a satisfaction mm-hmm. and as you get satisfied you overflow now mm-hmm. you know like i'm just listening to you and i'm like but <laughs> <laughs> i'm just happy i'm just I'm consuming ex- from you and i'm, I'm like excited yeah i'm excited and even seeing your life and everything um i didn't know how you started off and everything yeah. but i'm just realizing that at your point of surrender he had it all planned oh, yeah. Like you've been a key ingredient in the mm-hmm. actually you guys are the guys who revolutionized mm-hmm. the entire gospel yeah. sound and everything. From the other side, let me tell you, hey, ile baridi mliko mna tupatia. Hamjui. I'm telling you, I'm like, well, we patia watu baridi wewe. It was like yeah. 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 It was not relenting and oh, it can man. only be God. Yeah, yeah. There's no other way to explain it. There's no other way to explain it. No. I mean, we had strategies, we had all that. Mm-hmm. But I actually I remember telling our Kay like, can you imagine you guys had access yeah. to high school? We didn't. Yeah. So we were playing catch up later on. Yeah, yeah. You guys have gone, you influenced <laughs> an yeah. entire generation. <laughs> Yeah, man, I didn't even know about this. And us guys are playing catch up. It's yeah. true. Wow. You were going into high school, mm-hmm. introducing your sound, introducing mm-hmm. your music. Yeah. So that's where artists were being grown. So that if movement, you guys start yeah. with if they like you find that um that movement began in high schools. Mm-hmm. So there was like a conveyor belt of artists <laughs> coming in. Kuyakimaliza huyu mwingine anaingia and everything. Actually, yes. So it was like non-stop yeah. for a very long time and we didn't have access to yeah. high school it was like 17 years yes as guys on the other hand <laughs> we don't have access to high school hey. so we're trying to influence them in campus yeah and that's already hey. <laughs> as in atakama they'll 
move mm-hmm. it was both yeah, yeah yeah so you find that that's why even then gospel mm-hmm. music used to be played in clubs yeah i mean because was, it stayed rooted yeah, in them it yeah, didn't leave them yeah. that was the degree of your impact <laughs> i thank god bana because um so finishing this one so we went for tis the season and yeah. so tis the season you know uh, it's done by Temi yes and so they do all this amazing christmas carols yes. so kenyanized yes it's in, and the production is on another level mhm and so yesterday when they were finishing you know when they were finishing the the production they finished with huratete <laughs> let me tell you bana everybody went crazy because mm-hmm. they did you know they said with uh nimetafuta you know mm-hmm. by by vuc mm-hmm. the crowd went crazy when they mm-hmm. went to huratete yeah that's it another level mm-hmm. now when they brought in kunadawa finished, finished. <laughs> finished and like you're saying these are all guys who i could see that this there were people in their early 20s yeah you know until like in their 40s uh-huh. but all engaged with their hands up and so joyful singing along to these mm. songs as like it never left them no it never left no. them that's the degree of the yes. impact yes <laughs> oh man cuz you're right up and you got I'm like How, how do we get to do this again <laughs> <laughs> now that i'm here how can we do that <laughs> yeah oh man now let's do this that this is agree on mm. when you're ready let's go to let's go to the high schools me i'm ready okay let's go <laughs> i think i think young girls they need to hear your story because you oh, have man. an incredible story me i'm ready yes and i got snatched just after high school yeah like i said that's a, such a crucial stage mm-hmm. and We need to be there for the boys yes. and the girls. Yes we do. Yes we do. So I am I'm dragging you along. Ah me Nico just tell me the time and the place. I'll even share the schedule with you. Mimi ntakuja. So at least okay could you are 2024 <laughs> this is what Kubamba is planning to do. So at least we're able to roll with you. Me Nico. But thank you so much for taking time. Thank you for having me. This, has this been is in- so amazing. <laughs> from coming from Instagram. By the way guys, I follow DJ Moz especially because I absolutely love um his dedication to his family. Oh, thank you. And I just absolutely like it. Like you said, like I've said I know about the pancake <laughs> situation. <laughs> thank you. It means a lot. And um yeah. It means a lot. It means yes. a lot hearing that. Yeah. I I know that you're a dedicated father, a dedicated husband and I see through your Instagram post and it's um it's inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sasa umefunga shule so Yeah, full time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's no relenting. There's no relenting. But you just do it. That's yeah. the joy. Enjoy and you know. I was telling someone like, you know, holiday when you have a child is not really holiday. It's just parenting in a different location. Hey, let me tell you, man. <laughs> You've just gone to a nicer yes. location. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. fundamentals are still the same. They're still the same, yeah. <laughs> and for you, please enjoy your motherhood. Amen. A big shout out to your husband. Ah oh, yes, I'll tell him. You know, I'll remind him. Yes, and tell yes. him we're waiting for him to cross over. He's going to cross yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right now yeah, he's just no doubt. he's in and out questioning my things, but I know in his questioning. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to learn. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I see. I secretly check what he's <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm secretly checking like what he's um checking online and everything yeah. so I can see he's he's searching for it. That's what's up. You know. That's what's up. And he'll find it. Me I'm just praying that he finds it. He will. Yeah. He will in due time. You know I'm like Man. 
the Bible says, in the day of salvation, I helped you. Mm. So he has his day. Yeah, he has his day. And I hope that when he hears that, just like you and I, he'll also be at the place of... You know what? You can <laughs> have go. it. I surrender. <laughs> yeah. This has been good. That's been good. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Say hello to your brood. I will that do I see that. Online. I'll do that. I feel like I know your kids. I'll but do that. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Instagram can make you too familiar with people that you've never met. <clears throat> but yeah, keep it up. I Thank think you. there's a lot online that is not positive when it comes to family. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing to to see a grounded family and an anchored family. Thank you. It's so refreshing. Thank you. Yeah. And a big shout out to my wife because yes. daughter singe kwa vileniko. Yoni nyorosha bia. Yeah, she's good. She's uh, good for me. She's good for you. Perfect actually. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody needs that nyorosho. Yeah, Between yeah. me and my husband, um, he's not born again but he's more structured yeah. than yeah. I am. Same I'm thing the with my wife. Me ni full msani. Same for me as well. <laughs> for me as well. So I am the way I am because She's there to help me also be like, you know, don't focus on this too much. Yeah. You, you need, need to, to do here. this. Yeah. Yeah. You me need- a fight. I yeah. still, you know, I told even with God, guys, because I was having a tag of war. <laughs> so even with my husband, I'm like, so why are we doing that? Yeah. Where is that leading us to? Yeah. And why do we have to do that? Yeah. yeah. You know, he'll ask me for a business plan for mm-hmm. the longest time. Mm-hmm. Like, so where's the business plan? We need to sit down and discuss it. Yeah. And <laughs> for some strange reason, I'm actually irritated by that. Cause oh, yeah. You can see Miss Jui. Exactly. Yeah. So, so unajua. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us for the podcast today. And uh, a big shout out going out. This It's a new restaurant. It's called... Uh, it's our friend Susan who, uh, who runs this. It's her joint. And it's a nice place, yeah? What do you think, Amani? It's awesome. It's I love really the nice coffee. Place. Yeah. Oh, the coffee really is amazing. Good. Me, I've enjoyed my coffee. Yeah, yeah. I love the serenity. Um, if you're looking for a place to just come and chill and unwind, yeah. this is perfect. That's it's it. very, um, it's very zen. It's very yes. If you love it. greenery, this perfect. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Come this. and work here perfectly without hearing any hooting of matatus and cars. Yeah, it's very chilled out. Yes. So come check it out. So we're here in Karen. Um, you know, uh, just to the next to the DP's residence. <laughs> yeah. Official residence. Anyway, guys, God bless and thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. Peace and catch you next week.